0: Stink Bugs, up next on the Handy Guys Podcast. Welcome to the Handy Guys Podcast. A podcast for Handy Guys from Handy Guys. Here are the Handy Guys themselves. Brian and Paul. So, Brian, everyone has them in, well, not everyone, but those in about, what, 30 states or so,
1: it seems? It seems that way. This Quite time of year,
0: yeah, I mean, they're around all year long, but this time of year, as we we get into the fall, the issue of stink bugs becomes a problem.
1: Yes, and I've heard of some people having major, major issues. I only see them occasionally, but uh, right. yeah, it's a big deal.
0: Now, they become problems because they're a nuisance, uh, yes. for most. For farmers, yeah. they're actually becoming an issue with damage to their crops.
1: Yes. Just in Pennsylvania, or I'm sorry, mid-Atlantic region, this year, $37 million worth of damaged apples.
0: Ouch. So we'll talk about stink bugs and maybe some ideas on how you can eradicate them, or at least limit them, Yes, uh, coming up. But first, let's provide our contact information. You can uh, follow us on Twitter.
1: Sure. We're at HandyGuys on Twitter.
0: And uh, you can always send us along a uh, question if you want.
1: Sure. Yeah, as long as you can fit it in 140 (laughs) characters.
0: That's right. Or you can also email us at us at handyguyspodcast.com and follow us. Please uh, follow our Facebook page. We are facebook.com slash guys. That's right. And you can click on like on there, and and that's kind of like following us on Facebook, right? Sure, I guess so. (laughs) And uh, always check out our website, handyguyspodcast.com, of course, and... If you listen to this via your uh, iTunes or some other device, hit our page every once in a while. And you can always contact us there on our contact form. Just click on contact at the top of the page. That's right. All right. Up next, Stinky Stink Bugs. Got a project on your honeydew list? Let the Handy Guys know about it, and they may talk about it on their next podcast. All right, Brian. So... Let's talk about the stink bug issue. First, we're going to do it from, well, let's mention, uh, these are uh, an invasive species. Right. Okay. We've
1: talked about different invasive species in the past. We talked about the, uh, uh, what was that? The beetle. Uh, the beetle. The um, it's ash borer yeah. beetle. And that thing is, you know, eating ash trees left and right and killing whole forests of ash. Right. We talked about multiflora rose in the past, mm-hmm. which is a... A weed with thorns, and yeah, it's awful. Yeah. So here we go. So another now one.
0: the stink bug, which is another kind of flat-looking, beetleish-looking. If you haven't seen it here right. in one of the states, we'll post a picture bug. certainly
1: in yeah. the uh, in the blog post in the notes with the show. But it's called the brown marmorated stink bug. Interesting. Ha- Halimorpha halis.
0: Okay. And. It is from a, a farmer's perspective in some of the mid-Atlantic states. I didn't know this until recently, but it's actually causing damage to fruit crops. Yes.
1: It likes fruit, corn as well, things like that. Mm. So, uh, yeah, it's a big deal. But it gets the most notoriety because they tend to swarm. Mm. And they swarm at the change of the seasons. So they'll swarm in the fall when things start to get cool they want to come inside, or right. when it turns warm, they're all, you know, they've gone dormant, but they're hiding in your house or hiding under the right. siding or whatever, and then they all start buzzing around in the springtime. So time.
0: let's talk about what the problem is for the typical handy guy as far as stink bugs. Right. And uh, you mentioned fall. So what happens is these bugs don't like the cold, right? Right. So when they're outside... They're not really an issue for the typical handy guy. They don't eat your grass or they don't they don't eat through, you know, your wood in your house or anything like that. They're no. not, you know, like other critters, <laughs> right.
1: They're not going to do a lot of damage. But there is the uh, sort of the wife factor associated with these, Oh, yeah.
0: That's right. They're just gross, right? They're they're, (laughs) They're they're, gross. They've been associated with being gross. Now, they actually do. The reason they're called stink bugs, that's kind of their slang name, is some people think that they really stink if you step on them or kill them.
1: Right. You squish them. You squish them.
0: Other people don't notice much of an odor.
1: Right. I haven't... Had a lot of personal experience squishing stink bugs. I try to avoid it.
0: Yeah, I do too. But I've tried. I have done at least one, and I didn't notice much of an odor. But some that that say they smell say they smell a little bit like cilantro. <laughs>
1: well, I'm not a big fan <laughs> but, of cilantro, but uh, uh,
0: I I uh, I like cilantro to a limited degree. But I can understand if it was really strong, you may not like it. But I, I don't notice that much of a smell. But you don't really need. Uh, uh, I mean, these aren't aggressive bugs usually. They're usually just sitting there. You can pick them up and throw them outside. Right. Or they, throw them away. They're attracted
1: to a light. Right. So, you know, where you'll usually find them is next to the porch light. Yeah. At nighttime. That's right. So they'll come flying around. They'll be right around the door and they'll come in the house when you open your door, that kind of thing.
0: But, Brian, what's interesting is in the fall, as things get colder, they often migrate into your house first starting from the attic. And then they find their way down into your living space as the temperatures get colder through recessed lights, attic, uh, whatever surfaces, you know, through the ga- gates to your attic, the doorway, or whatever you have, if you have a cutout, or maybe through other cracks. They find their way down into the living space. They do,
1: because they can get to the attic, usually usually attics are vented. Yeah, exactly. So there's air openings, and you, that should be there, you don't want to block those up, but then the these critters will get up into there, through those vents, and like you said, then they'll work their way down into the house.
0: So as the, the you know, I've always thought that it was kind of interesting about this bug is they they tend to be a nuisance all year all year round. <laughs> they're, they're the they're the bug that just keeps coming, right. you know, throughout the season. So they're a nuisance in the summer because they're just around. They're a nuisance in the winter because that's when they decided to head inside to your home, and. That is, uh, that it's just kind of a pain. So it doesn't, you know, a lot of other bugs go away for the season and give you a break, but these things just keep coming.
1: Right, right. So, you know, your Japanese beetles, for example, they're grubs and they're going to eat your grass at certain time. you know, eat the roots of your grass at certain times of the year. Then they're going to come up and they're going to start munching on your trees at, at another time of the year. But these things, they're stink bugs all year long. They're just littler or bigger, <laughs> right?
0: Right. So... Um, you know, we've mentioned, you know, uh, Brian, I haven't seen, we, we have them, and they're a nuisance, but it's not like I, I'm frustrated or have, I to have, have them all over the place. I Do have you?
1: reports yeah? of someone near here Okay, who one day came home from work and there was 10,000 stink bugs in his kitchen. Really? All of a sudden. Wow. Just, and he's got a video that he took, and... It's amazing. They wow. just all seem to show so up. So did he just vacuum overnight. all
0: vacuum up with a shop vac he or something? Was, he
1: was vacuuming with a shop vac and so forth. Because these things
0: will just sit there. It's not like they fly away. They're well, easy to.
1: They do fly.
0: They can, but I mean, typically when they're there, you could just they're literally are just walking take them up. Yeah. yeah, they don't seem to care. <laughs> no, <laughs> they're they're pleasant little stink bugs, except that they're pleasant. they're gross. <laughs> uh, right. I mean, you know, they they don't they don't run away. It's not like trying to get flies in your house or something when you come no, home and have ten thousand flies. Right. Well, I've different... never
1: had that problem. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so okay. So when so what do you do? I mean, you you come if you start getting these things. What what are your options for alleviating
1: the, the you know stink, the nuisance? Stink bugs are new to the United States. Relatively, they first appeared in Pennsylvania about ten years ago, mm-hmm. but in very very you know, concentrated areas and in very small populations. I
0: actually heard in Allentown, Pennsylvania, is one of the first places yeah, they appeared yeah. in the whole United States. It
1: is. And, you know, they've been spreading ever since. Maybe and they
0: like that Billy Joel song. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which one? Yeah, something, something Allentown. Right? There you go. Um, <laughs> Working so, here in Allentown. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, okay.
0: But they actually probably came over from some shipping crate or whatever, right. they, like they a lot of the other... They came
1: from either... They're, they're native to... Japan, China, Korea, Taiwan. Right. So, so we should
0: probably just stop trading with the, the pack rim. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Prevent a lot of nuisance right. bugs So fish.
1: Yeah. Oh, we got those snakeheads <laughs> yeah, too, right. right? We could talk about they that on the show. over a shipping crate, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where they came from, but that's another invasive species. Yep, in the species. Mississippi. It's a big problem. Right. Okay. So how do we... Well, anyway, what I was saying, Paul, is because they're not a native species, they don't have a natural predator here in the United States. So, they tend to, the populations tend to explode. Pesticides, you know, there's some controversy about pesticides. I mean, something like uh, DDT is gonna work, Mm -hmm. something like ancient orange is probably gonna work, or flamethrowers, or whatever, but... You know, you have to be sensitive to – you don't want to kill your pets or anything like that if uh, – so you've got to use the appropriate – Or give yourself cancer or – Whatever. So it's <laughs> got to be the right kind of pesticides and, and they're they're and, looking into and, what's most effective right, right.
0: now. Right. And unlike bed bugs, which are more than a nuisance, they cause pain and <laughs> <laughs> disruption to your, your, to your body and disease. These – I don't think they've been linked to any disease – the biggest problem is the economic damage for the farmers.
1: Right. In in my initial prep for the show, I, I didn't come across any disease links uh, to them. But you cut open an apple. I've seen pictures of that uh, uh, in my research, and it's just nasty. It's all, like, brown and rotten inside. So,
0: Okay. So uh, up next, we're going to talk about some ways that you can prevent this nuisance. So you, we can't get rid of them altogether yet. We haven't figured out a way to eradicate the stink bug. It looks like it's here to stay. But we'll talk about some ways that you can prevent the, uh, the them to, from getting into your home. Yes. You are listening to the Andy Guys Podcast. So, Brian, uh, I was uh, researching this a little bit. And one of the methods for preventing stink bugs from invading your home is a trap.
1: Well, that's... To trap them, well, either trap them outside, or once they get in the house, then trap right. them when they're in the house.
0: So, yeah, you can do either. Um, you can either put up a trap for outside, and the idea there, of course, is to hopefully you'll get them before they come into your home.
1: Right. Now, Paul, the problem with a lot of these kind of traps, like Japanese beetle traps, mm-hmm. for example, is they use a pheromone to yep. attract the beetle. And some people will say you don't want to use that because it just attracts more beetles to your yard because they think they're coming to a party. Right. So <laughs> right. does the well, stink bug trap work the same way?
0: Well, let's talk about it. The trap is from Rescue, right. which is the same company uh, that uh, where I used for the wasp trap. Right. So which a I couple had,
1: weeks ago, we had that yeah. post on wasps. And, and I had some pictures great of that trap.
0: results. Um and uh, not only did it work well, it only trapped wasps, which was awesome. There weren't any bees in it, which is really cool.
1: Isn't a wasp a bee? No.
0: Oh, okay. Absolutely not. You want <laughs> bees. You don't necessarily want wasps all over your house, but the bees are great for your flowers. Um, so, the, uh, so, so Rescue makes a stink bug trap, and they make uh, one for outdoor use, and I believe they make one for indoor. I'm looking it up now. Rescue, trap, stink bug bug indoor. Let's see. And sure enough, uh, they do. They have an indoor solution as well that's uh, being released. And the cool thing is about it is, to answer your question, it only is supposed to work for about 20 or 30 feet. They've tested it, and it's only supposed to lure in stink bugs about a 30 foot radius,
1: okay. So, so you're not going to bring them in for your neighbor's yard or the forest. That's or the goal. Whatever.
0: You're not attracting the whole community's worth of stink bugs to your trap. You're going to get the ones that are already in your area, meaning your house, okay, and there's that surrounding. So, you can hang this thing right outside your house, and hopefully, you're going to eliminate some of the ones that are coming into your, your home mm-hmm. as it gets colder. So, they do have an indoor trap as well. What I assume that if you start having them flying around your house, you could sure. set this thing up uh, as well. But my goal here is going to be hopefully not to have to use the indoor trap. Right. I want to first try to get them outdoors. I don't really want to have to hang it, you right. know, set up a trap inside. But Rescue makes this. You can find it at your local True Value store, of course. That's where I bought my wasp traps, and uh, they all come with a uh, attractant refill kit. So you can get the the two week uh, outdoor attractant uh, supply kit works for two weeks, and then you replace it or I think they're going to be coming out or already have a seven-week uh, refill as well. Okay. But it comes with a, a two-week uh, a, a pheromone kit to attract right. in. So um, that's one place you can look, and you can check out that product at rescue.com. Also, look for it at your local True Value store. And uh, I'm going to try this this year. I had such great success with the, uh, the wasp trap. I'm so gonna, have you I'm seen a lot of up. stink
1: bugs around your house?
0: Yeah, we get them um, not... It's they're a nuisance. We get them all year round, but they're Uh, not swarming around. No, it's not like no. The wasp problem was a lot worse, but um, because they've been around so often, it seems like that every year you gradually just get a little bit more. Few more, right? Yeah. So I don't really want it to get much worse than it is.
1: Okay. Well, here's another tip, Paul. Make sure you don't have things like holes in your screens. Yeah. Make sure that you know cracks and things around your house are caulked. Absolutely. Uh, things like that. If you have wood siding that's painted, the under edges of your wood siding, make sure that's caulked, things like that to prevent them from coming in. Leave your porch light off at night unless you have a, a need or a reason to have it on because they like the light. And the other thing is, Paul, uh, as part of the show prep, I was looking at a lot of DIY solutions for traps. Oh, Yeah. And most of the traps solutions that people have invented, won't even patent pending. You know, a guy built a trap out of a, a soda bottle and a, a hmm. flashlight. And but the common thread of all of these traps is they use a light source. Oh, okay. So some kind of a light, a lamp, or usually a, a battery-operated little LED light, like the kind like you'd stick up in your closet or something if you don't have sure. a ceiling light in there. And they'll put that down into some kind of trap that they've fabricated out of a two-liter soda bottle or something okay. else. And that seems to work. So the bugs will get down in there and they can't get out. They're attracted to the light.
0: They can't get out of the soda bottle, maybe. Right. So do you have to leave a little soda in there for them?
1: <laughs> I guess uh, you put some kind of... Water in there or something? So they they're drown. from
0: Asia, maybe some uh, rice. Yeah, may, maybe <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> that's a staple of so, their diet over there. I wonder sure.
0: what it is. Though. You'd think that you take what's interesting about these invasive species is you'd think you take them out of their normal environment. They they have a certain diet, right, that they eat over there. What you know, what is it that they they've obviously adapted to the different continent, different food. Sure. Um, maybe that's going to be the key to eradicating them is finding out. I don't know what they eat, what they like, and then uh, right. I don't know,
1: and then taking that out of the so ecosystem. So if it's so corn, they just stop growing corn, I guess. Right, right.
0: <laughs> no, but <laughs> sir, I, no obviously more apples. Or- yeah, no, I, I don't know. I, obviously, the scientists are working on it. And it seems like the having a predator would be the first start, but you know that's so complicated because it, you can't just introduce cute. new predators, or you introduce whole other issues.
1: Right. Well, like for the multi-flora um, rose. There's one of the things they're looking at introducing is a certain species of wasp that <laughs> yeah. that burrows into the stalks of these uh-huh. and lays its eggs and that kills that particular it keeps that right. uh from flowering or something right. like that when they drill into it.
0: That's all fun and good until they mate with like the the native wasp and become the new killer wasp or right. something and
1: like they, that. Or wasp and <laughs> wasps, wasps and bees crossbreed yeah. and you get the uh whatever. Yeah, so anyway, they're they're looking at, at things like that.
0: All right, so check out the rescue trap. Maybe we'll post a video of uh, a link to some of the videos we saw on homemade traps. Yeah, I'll t- maybe, traps. maybe
1: try to find the most outrageous one, because the one guy <laughs> was making his own trap, and he had, literally in his kitchen, he had thousands and thousands and thousands of these things I will.
0: Around. I'm going to h- get the uh, rescue trap, and I'll try it out, and we'll see how, you know, maybe put a either with this post or another post uh, on my success. It's going to take a while, so we'll see cool how that works all right thanks for listening to the handy guys we'll be back with another episode next week same uh, time yeah or same website yeah same (laughs)
1: website anyway maybe not the exact same time but next week
0: and also check out your local true value for all of your rescue uh traps that are safe for your environment and they work right see you bye the handy guys will be back next week same handy time same handy website